0: Section 53 of Letters to His Children by Theodore Roosevelt. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Brian Prusco. www.brianprusco.com John Burroughs and the Flying Squirrels, White House, May 10, 1908 Dearest Archie, Mother and I had great fun at Pine Knot. Mr. Burrows, whom I call Oom um John, was with us and we greatly enjoyed having him. But one night he fell into great disgrace. The flying squirrels that were there last Christmas had raised a brood, having built a large nest inside of the room in which you used to sleep and in which John Burroughs slept of course they held high carnival at night-time mother and i do not mind them at all and indeed rather like to hear them scrambling about and then as a sequel to a sudden frantic fight between two of them hearing or seeing one little fellow come plump down to the floor and scuttle off again to the wall but one night they waked up john burrows and he spent a misguided hour hunting for the nest and when he found it took it down and caught two of the young squirrels and put them in a basket the next day under mother's direction i took them out getting my fingers somewhat bitten in the process and loosed them in our room where we had previously put back the nest i do not think john burrows profited by his misconduct because the squirrels were more active than ever that night both in his room and ours the disturbance in their family affairs having evidently made them restless beauty of white house grounds white house may seventeenth nineteen o eight dearest archie quentin is really doing pretty well with his baseball and he is perfectly absorbed in it he now occasionally makes a base hit if the opposing pitcher is very bad and his nine wins more than one-half of its games the grounds are too lovely for anything and spring is here or rather early summer in full force mother's flower gardens are now as beautiful as possible and the iron railings of the fences south of them are covered with clematis and roses in bloom the trees are in full foliage and the grass brilliant green and my friends the warblers are trooping to the north in full force quentin and a beehive white house may thirtieth nineteen o eight dearest archie quentin has met with many adventures this week in spite of the fact that he has had a bad cough which has tended to interrupt the variety of his career he has become greatly interested in bees and the other day started down to get a beehive from somewhere being accompanied by a mongrel looking small boy as to whose name i inquired when repeated by quentin it was obviously an italian name i asked who he was and quentin responded oh his father keeps a fruit stand however they got their bees all right and quentin took the hive up to a school exhibit there some of the bees got out and were left behind poor homeless miserables as quentin remarked of them and yesterday they at intervals added great zest to life in the classroom the hive now reposes in the garden and scamp surveys it for hours at a time with absorbed interest after a while he will get to investigating it and then he will find out more than he expects to this afternoon quentin was not allowed to play ball because of his cough so he was keeping the score when a foul tip caught him in the eye it was quite a bad blow but quentin was very plucky about it and declined to go in until the game was finished an hour or so later by that time his eye had completely shut up and he now has a most magnificent bandage around his head over that eye and feels much like a baseball hero I came in after dinner to take a look at him, and to my immense amusement, found that he was lying flat on his back in bed, saying his prayers while Mademoiselle was kneeling down. It took me a moment or two to grasp the fact that good Mademoiselle wished to impress on him that it was not right to say his prayers unless he knelt down, and as that in this case he could not kneel down, she would do it in his place. End of section 53.